Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. My name is Karen. And my name is Colleen. And this is Books, Movies, and Musicals. Oh Oh my! Back to Dream of the Damned, our series about the Disney princess stories, movies, and musicals, and anything else we can think of. Today we are discussing the Miramax Films live-action movie Ella Enchanted from 2004. And as always, we're going to do our little shout-out for Boom, because he's triple threat, and it's great. Thank you, Boom. Thank you. And thank you for giving us patron Patreon ideas without intending oh, yeah. to. For real. For real. For real. <laughs> All the random ideas in the Discord. <laughs> He just sent us an image and was like, have you guys heard about this? And we were like, no, but that sounds great. And I was like, Patreon bonus episodes? That would be, yeah, that would be a fun one. Like, if we just, like, well, I was also thinking, I know we haven't even said what the idea is, but um, Never Say Remember, I also kind of want to do that one. If we could. Oh, we should. That would be so much fun. Because then you'll actually read it. (laughs) I got through a good bit of it when I started reading it. I don't... Hold on. I can probably figure out where I stopped. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on a second. I stopped on chapter 12. So I probably read through chapter 12? Or no, maybe not. You might have started it. I have no idea. But I would just restart it at this point. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I would absolutely restart it. It's been over a year since I read it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's true. Wow. Yeah. Crazy crazy stuff um but anyway anyways uh we're both drinking alcohol right now which yeah, is for the first time has, in forever hasn't happened in quite some time no it has not <laughs> we are just it just happened because mm-hmm. i ran out of water <laughs> yeah i blame karen <laughs> i ran out of water and suddenly colleen was like i'll jump on the bandwagon so she did yeah, I was like, wait, let me see if I have alcohol in my fridge. I might. And I did. So We love it. We love having alcohol in the fridge. Yes. Um, so we don't really have anything to talk about. I don't, I don't think. think so. Okay, cool. Um, so I guess we can move on. <laughs> Ella Enchanted. Oh yeah. Oh, the movie yeah. I was obsessed with for a long, 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 long time. Of and course. I can still quote it. Like, 100%. It's bad. I cannot. <laughs> when the intro music started, I was like, ooh, I know exactly when he's going to start talking. And then I was like, time to do the quote, because it's one of my favorites. <laughs> you know so what? The uh, Like, right from the get-go, when the music started and everything, I was like, oh, this is such a 2000s movie. Oh, dude, this is, for this real. Absolutely from the 2000s. Yeah. Like, if I watched it and had to guess, I'd be like, hmm, 2000s. 
Yeah, the, the music, the way they started it, uh-huh, the zoom everything. In, everything. E- even some of the costumes and just things that happen throughout the movie. It's just like, this is a very 2000s movie. Yeah, for sure. Yep. It definitely is. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, like the thing that I was talking about, though, the quote is. I know you didn't write it down, but... I did not. Sorry. Um, oh, you're fine. You don't have to. <laughs> it's literally... I don't. I mean, if people know the movie, they probably know the quote. Or maybe they don't. But it's I says, did not. So <laughs> it depends on how well they know the movie. That is true. I know it way too well. We watched it on yep. every road trip. Oh, no. Yes. Because <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I was obsessed. Gotcha. I had a problem. But the quote is, Fairy Tales Tale... As their labels imply, stories of magic of creatures that fly, with giants and dragons and ogres and elves, and inanimate objects that speak for themselves. So. Nice. I liked that, because it literally just sets up the whole, like, hey, this is stuff that happens, so this is the world you're in right now. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah. But I, it has I feel to do like... with the book. <laughs> yeah, I... At least for me, at least... You know, because I hadn't seen the movie in forever, like, it, it did the quote, and I was kind of like, okay, yeah, cool, fairy tale. Got it. I didn't realize that, oh, all these things were going to be in this. Yeah, no, all of that is in the movie. <laughs> but yeah, look, looking at the quote and hearing it, it's like, oh, yeah, that's all in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You know. Is there a dragon? I don't think so. That's the one I'm looking at right now that I'm like, hmm, dragon? Because I know the creatures that fly, like fairies are in there. Mm-hmm. Um, giants, giants are in there. Ogres, ogres are in there. Elves are in there. And animate and objects that speak like, for themselves <laughs> are in there. Yep. <laughs> but dragons. I don't think dragons are in there. Yeah. And less so dragons is supposed to mean something else. But... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like... I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm like, what could be considered a, like, quote-unquote dragon in the movie? Yeah, because that's the one thing that doesn't correlate to anything in the story. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. I, yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to think if there's some way like that... Like, meaning or something. Yeah, some hidden something like the king or the king like snake the... or whatever. But no. I don't know. I don't know either. That's what I was thinking, too, about the Heston. I was like, is it yeah. Heston? I was like, no? Maybe? Yes? No? No? I He's don't a know. snake. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think so. But, yeah, I don't... I can't think of a dragon. That's I can't either. I'm trying to think of where fire might be, too. <laughs> oh, well. I oh, never well. really thought I was going to dive that deep into this, so... <laughs> We're about to really rip the story apart, probably. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I know either. Like, I feel like we could probably get through it pretty quick since you don't have a ton of notes. Most of my notes are just summary. Nice. Awesome. To help but, me yeah. remember what happens. I actually do have like comments. I, I have some summary. comments, just not a lot. I have like a lot of comments, but it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's fine. I also wrote some of them when I was like really, really tired because I am like always tired so understood I, I get it gonna be entertaining mm-hmm. I think stuff is funnier when I'm exhausted um but anyway 
we move on to baby Ella. Baby Ella. Baby Ella with her mama and uh, Mandy. Yeah, Mandy was her fairy. Yeah. Um, Mandy, her fairy godmother. And, which I think is funny that Lucinda decided she was her fairy godmother. Oh, yeah. Because she just shows up and is like, hi, I'm just, here. She she makes everything about herself <laughs> yeah. is the thing. She's like, oh, yeah. you, you have a baby? I'm going to give your baby the best gift ever. Right? She's like, I've got this. Now let me think about it for a second. Oh, my gosh, this child won't stop crying. So, mm-hmm. well, let's just do this instead. And whenever I watch that, I'm always like, oh, my gosh, because, like, Literally, she's just a really immature fairy. Yes. And, yes. Like that's the that's the idea, I guess, behind her potentially. Um, mm-hmm. But the other side of that is like there's the potential that maybe she just mastered her powers or whatever. Like maybe they have like a fairy school or something that they like go to and stuff, but. She, like, just got out, and now she wants to do all this, like, crazy stuff, right? And um, maybe she just hasn't seen the consequences of her magic before. Yeah, and it could also be, because I I specifically remember that they say that Lucinda gives the worst worst. gifts. So she kind of has a reputation already. It's true. So it's obviously been at least a little bit since the fairy school maybe I don't or know. maybe she's been giving these gifts while During she was school. in yeah. school and they're all like please don't you're not a real fairy yet maybe <laughs> I don't she know. does it anyway so no one can reverse her spells because she doesn't know how mm-hmm. but i do also think that there's a like you make a really good point that she doesn't know how her gifts mm-hmm. uh could affect people in the long yeah. run yeah, um, she doesn't think about it. She just wants like immediate satisfaction. So like, oh yeah, when, when she gets all upset with Ella crying, she's just a baby. Like yeah. she's upset, and so instead she's like, "Fine, you know what? Whatever. You're gonna be obedient because I really want you to just stop crying right now." Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate because now she's fucked up Ella's life for the rest of forever. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Ella gets the gift of obedience. <laughs> it's the greatest gift ever. She's like, I've just given you the most perfect child. But no. No. <laughs> she's not going to be a real person if she's like that. Exactly. All she's going to do is what everyone else tells her to do. And no one, like, it's it's funny because, like, people say commands without meaning them as commands. But she still mm-hmm. has to do them. Yeah. Yeah. And I specifically in like these opening scenes because the next scene is um the birthday party or yeah um, what, whatever scene is like the school scene oh um, with Rita. yeah with rita and my thought in during that was just do the te- are the teachers ever told like hey just so you know ella has this gift of obedience uh, and if the teachers ever have to worry about what they say while they're teaching I would say they don't know because Mandy and her mom made it very clear that they weren't telling anyone. They didn't even tell her father. Oh, yeah. No, that that was my thought, too. But I was just I was like, I don't think the teachers would know, but I would go with they don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the teachers would maybe figure it out over time. Oh, yeah. They pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I feel uh, like it's funny that her dad never figured it out, but I think he's just not really a good father. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the father, like, at Which, all. Which, honestly, realistic, though, because it goes back to the short story. <laughs> oh, you're right. I didn't even think about that. he was a terrible father. <laughs> oh, I didn't think about that at all. And I'm not saying that Miramax was like, oh, oh. this is a great idea, like, we're doing this. Because they definitely took um, Gail Carson Levine's book and decided to go off of that story. And they got a lot of it, like, pretty accurate to the book. But, um, yeah, I don't think they really thought about that, probably. I think they just were like, you know what, let's make him oblivious to everything. Yeah. So, I don't think they thought that hard about it. I don't think they went back and read the short story. <laughs> probably not. Well, no, probably not. No, probably not. Probably not. Because <laughs> it's based off of a book. They're already going off of a book. Exactly. <laughs> but you know whoever wrote the book? Because I've never read the book. I can't say. Yeah, uh, fine. Yeah, they probably read the short story. Yeah. So it could have been intentional on their part. Possible. I don't remember how her father was in the book. I used to read this book all the time when I was younger. I was, like, obsessed. It was, like, my favorite thing ever. Mm-hmm. And I would make my mom read it out loud sometimes. <laughs> but it was funny because the Ogrish, they don't speak English in the book. Oh, yeah, they you told me They speak a different language, and it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would go pick up my book, but I don't know where it is right now. Um, but, yeah, the it's, it's interesting It's how it's, like, slightly different from the movie. Mm-hmm. Mainly just because they wanted you to understand the ogres versus, like, you know, in the book, you don't really have to understand the ogres. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'll I'll talk about a difference towards the end when we get to it. Okay. Because um, it's, it's probably the biggest difference in the story. Mm-hmm. And so um, it, it changes how you look at Lucinda in the end. Um, okay so we'll get there so we'll get there okay just not right now because right now you got to think of her as this really immature fairy who gives out really bad gifts because that's what she does (laughs) and who wants whatever she wants and gets whatever she gets honestly yeah and it's ridiculous (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah um but yeah so she gives the worst gift ever and then we see this nice little montage of ella going through life having to like follow people's commands so like there's the scene with arita at the school obviously where she's being bullied and then ella shows mm-hmm. up and is like stop it like that's super rude and all this you know standing yeah up because and... it's it's this whole thing of these other girls bullying rita being like yeah. why don't you go back to where you came from and yeah. i was just kind of like "Ooh, the race comment i know so we have our token race person in this yeah. movie here we go <laughs> and like... then they're like arita what a stupid name and um ella starts like going off on them and the the girl <laughs> So like bite me yeah so ella does <laughs> ella bites her she's like all right i guess i have to so she yeah. does and then she gets in trouble obviously um and that's when i think is that no the next scene is the birthday one so then the birthday one happens and mm. mandy puts the cake in front of ella with all of her friends around her and she goes um I don't remember what she says, but then she, she says, says dig in and stuff your face. You, oh, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Dig um, in and stuff your face. Well, I, I was just talking about what she says right before it because I don't 100% remember that. But 
she says digging and stuff your face and so ella starts doing it and um uh, ella's mom is like sweetie stop (laughs) because she like notices it and is like oh no mandy (laughs) Mm -hmm. because all their lives they've had to be like super careful about what they say but you know you're gonna slip up every once in a while yeah oh yeah and especially since there were a bunch of kids there Mm-hmm. Like, they, they probably kind of relaxed themselves and weren't yeah. really just thinking about it. Yeah, so they were just like, okay, cool, it's fine. But it wasn't fine. Um, mm-hmm. And everyone was like, what the heck did Ella just do? <laughs> yeah, they're all like, uh, okay, Ella. Cake. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, obviously it would be really weird to see it from the outside. But, I mean, think of being Ella and not knowing that you have this and this weird stuff keeps happening to you which on one hand i'm like i could understand her not realizing it um especially since she's on the younger side but at the same time i feel like she would probably notice that there was something a little bit weird and would maybe ask her mom about it yeah i i would have thought that she would have noticed but yeah i don't know i don't know maybe she just thought that that's how everyone was Maybe. (laughs) It's possible. It's it's Um, entirely possible. And then the third scene that they have for this montage is the mandolin scene where where her mom's like, Ella, come practice your mandolin and all that. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, and she like kind of starts doing the teenager-y like fighting back kind of thing. She's like, I'm going to take my own sweet time doing it. And her mom's like, nope, you're going to do it now. And I was like, oh my gosh, because you know what she's dealing with. You mm-hmm. already told her to practice it. You don't have to, like, make her do it right then and there. Well, I do wonder if it was another just, like, slip up for her where she would just kind of, like, hurry up and Ella oh, yeah. zoomed and then it was probably like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, probably. It probably was. Because um, I think that might have also just been showing, like, her, you know, her mother and Mandy mm-hmm. learning yeah. how to deal with it while she's having to deal with it as well. Yes. Um, but anyway, right after this, we uh, see her mom sick, and they're finally telling Ella about the curse. <laughs> oh, is that when she's told? Yeah, that's okay. when she's told. She's like, so this is what's going on with you. Um, Lucinda cursed you with the gift of obedience. Um, <laughs> and then then they tell her, like, your dad doesn't know, and we tried to, like, make sure that he wouldn't ever find out and stuff, and we don't want you to tell anyone ever because if they found out, like, there would be problems. So they, like, make her, like, they, basically, I think they command her not to tell anyone about it. Um, oh, yeah, they do. So she can't disobey that, obviously, either. Yeah. Um, which comes back a little bit later, but I don't think a lot of people notice that all the time. Um, but anyway, yeah, her mom dies. Sad. But she does. And she gives Ella her necklace. And then we have the scene where Ella's putting the necklace on and she grows up because it zoomed in on the necklace and then came back out. And then we have Anne Hathaway. We have wonderful Anne Hathaway. I love her. <laughs> She's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then we find out that her dad is getting married. <laughs> or is married, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, and not like, getting married. <laughs> her her dad just tells her. He's yeah. just kind of like, "Yeah, I'm getting married, or I am married, or whatever." And I was like, "It's, no. it's I am married." Because <laughs> he's is, like, "I am okay." I yeah, because then she's like, "You're married," and he's like, "They're from a good family. They have money." 
Yeah. And like, it's like that's when what did he do this? Obviously on one of her tra- his travel travels. Obviously. Um at the nobleman's convention, in fact. <laughs> um, but anyway, I was just like, I was like, he's so dumb to like marry this bitch because you see Dame Olga and you're like, what is wrong with her? She's insane. <laughs> yep. Um, but he like he tells Ella that she's gonna love them and her daughters and stuff, and I'm sitting here like, mm, do you know them? Because I don't think so. I mean, as soon as you see them, you're just kind of like, oh, God. Yeah, exactly. Um, And one thing I thought that was funny about this one is that he was the one marrying for money versus, like, all the other stories that we've, like, talked about previously and stuff where it's the other way around. Yeah. So I thought that was an interesting little... That is interesting, yeah. ...change. Um. But then, of course, you know, Hattie and Oliver are like, okay, cool, so you're going to show us the house, right? And so Ella does. She takes them on a tour, and they get all upset that their, like, room and closet are too small or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're like, okay, cool, so we're going to use yours, Ella, and Ella doesn't have a say in it, obviously, because of the curse. And the worst part of this whole exchange is when Hattie forces Ella to give her her mother's necklace. Yeah. And I was like, no, you bitch. <laughs> and she's she's trying to play it off like, oh, you yeah. can give it to me as a welcoming gift or yeah. whatever. It's like, no. No, ma'am. <laughs> That's not how this works. No, absolutely not how it works. But whatever. Um, And so I think I put this in the wrong spot. I will move it. <laughs> I think yeah, so. that was in the wrong spot. <laughs> <laughs> I fixed it. You fixed it. I don't know what happened when I was typing it. I maybe oh, my knows? cursor got into the wrong place. Maybe it happens. Um. But anyway, the next scene mm-hmm. is the debate scene as well. Yes. Um. And obviously they're arguing about like the economy and like what's right for the kingdom and everything. You know. Mm-hmm. So you know, normal values that people would actually have. <laughs> but um, Ella is clearly against Hattie because they're debating each other. It's Hattie versus Ella. And um, this is when Hattie starts really figuring out the curse. Yes. Because Ella is, like, making a really good argument and Hattie realizes that she is and she gets really upset and she's like, no. And so she starts throwing these, like, just, like, phrases like idioms or whatever at her i don't know if that's the right word but like then then it's not like meant to be a real thing it's not like you know like she says hold your tongue like yeah that just means stop talking that doesn't mean like actually yeah exactly um (laughs) but ella has to hold her tongue so she does yeah she takes it literally and um there's two instances of it where hattie like says a command to her during this debate and the teacher's like Ella, if you're not going to take this seriously, like, I have to declare Hattie the winner. And I'm sitting here like, why? Because Ella already gave all of her arguments, like... Right? Why are you declaring Hattie the winner just because Ella started to, like, do what Hattie's telling her to do? Like, obviously, this teacher does not care about the class, in my opinion. No, it doesn't seem like she does. Because she's just kind of like, oh, well, 
Ella's being weird now, so El- yeah. you know, Ella <laughs> doesn't win. win. Clearly, Hattie wins. Clearly, yeah. Stupid. It's like she wasn't paying attention to the arguments. <laughs> no, obviously not. Because if she had been paying attention, it's very clear that Ella knew what she was talking about, and Hattie mm-hmm. was just like, mm, "Sharma is so cute." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like most of the class sides with Hattie. Yeah, because they're like, "Oh yeah, he's so hot," and just like, stop. Yeah, no, no, ma'am. Don't base it off no. of that, please. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> but yeah, so she just had to figure it out, like, right then and there. Like, it was super quick. And uh, mm-hmm. my comment was that it shouldn't have been that obvious. But at the same time, what do you expect? This is how people talk. Yeah. So what are what are we expecting? Like, obviously, she's going to figure it out. I don't know how people haven't figured it out sooner. Right? Like, especially <laughs> Rita. I feel like Rita would have figured it out a long time ago. Oh, Rita. <laughs> Sorry, Arita. No, you're good. You're good. Um, but yeah, no, I I agree. I feel like she would have figured it out too. And she does kind of figure it out, but Ella can't tell her what's going on because she was told not to. And so when Arita's like, why do you always do what Hattie tells you to do? Like, yeah, right? Like, can't what? say, oh, because I was cursed as a baby. Uh-huh. She can't say that. So she's like, oh, I don't. No, I don't. She's like, yeah, you do. Tell the truth. And so then Ella tells the truth. And she's like, oh, I do. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. You're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Arena, clearly she follows commands. <laughs> but, you know, Arena's pretty smart. I'm just surprised that she, of all people, didn't figure it out. Especially yeah. since she spends the most time with Ella. And especially since they've been friends since they were, what, like eight, nine, ten or something. And now they're in university. Yeah, yeah. They like, were- little yeah it's it's, it's been it's been about a decade at least that they've been, been a while yeah <laughs> like ever since arena moved from aorthia yeah um but yeah it's crazy i don't mm. know man <laughs> um but arena i love her uh she is in other gail cars and levine stories um at least in ferris so there's that. I know you haven't read the books, but nope. Ferris is a good one. It's based on Sleeping Beauty. Right? No, it's okay. not. Snow White. No. Nope. Okay. I don't know why I said Sleeping Beauty. Snow White. It's based on Snow White. Because <laughs> Ferris. Okay. Ferris of the Law. Ah, I'm yes. an idiot. Don't. don't <laughs> ignore me, please. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you mean you're a dum-dum. Oh, yes. I'm a dum-dum. dum-dum. <laughs> I haven't been saying that lately. <laughs> Neither have I. So. Um... But yeah, so this is the only Gail Carson Levine book that became a movie, though, fun fact. I think it's very sad because a lot of her books are really good. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're just like, the worlds that she creates are super different from other fantasy worlds, in my opinion. Oh. So I just think it's fascinating. Like in Ferris, there's a whole underground network of like, I think it's goblins? Goblins Mm -hmm. or something? I don't know. But, like, there's a whole underground network of creatures that live down there and stuff. And I don't know. It's just, it's interesting the things that she comes up with, the ideas that she has. Anyway, off of my Gail Carson Levine soapbox. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Hattie sees Ella while she's, like, chilling with Arita in the market. Yeah. Whatever. And so she's like, Olive, do you know what's wrong with Ella? And stuff. Wait, you skipped an entire scene. Oh, I did? Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. You skipped an entire scene. Okay, so the prince has to be at, at an event where oh, yeah. 
Oh, you, yeah. you skipped that entire scene. I did. You go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, so, anyways, uh, what's his name? Char? Char? Charmont, yeah. Charmont. Char. He has to be at this event. I don't know what it was. I don't think I was paying attention when Char and King Edgar were having their conversation. But uh, they get there and King Edgar introduces him and once uh char gets up there and you know is waving to the crowd like the fan club because there's a fan club for him yeah they all start screaming and cheering and whatnot and somehow ella and arita are protesting loudly like louder than yeah. the fan club are cheering for him and so hattie goes over to her and like takes down ella's uh banner that she's holding and she's like go home ella that's right so um so Ella goes on her way home and the like Char's fans start chasing after him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he runs into Ella while she's on her way home. And of course they do the whole, they hide behind a boulder and the fans run past them and didn't see them. Um, Ella and then, hmm? Oh Ella yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right. They, they start walking again. Char and Ella are walking and Ella realizes, Oh, I forgot my purse. Yeah. And he's like, okay, cool. Wait right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, wait right there. And she's like, but d- 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 no, Char, come back. She's literally standing right in the middle of the road. Yep. So, and of course, a horse and carriage come <laughs> up upon her really quickly. Yep. And Char saves her right at the last second. Yeah. And she's like, I would have moved eventually. And he's like, uh huh, sure. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't believe her. And honestly, you shouldn't believe her. You shouldn't, no. Because <laughs> she wouldn't have moved. She would have just died. <laughs> yep, exactly. Roadkill. <laughs> uh, and you know what? It wasn't until. It was probably later on in the movie that I realized that her forgetting her bag was kind of like Cinderella losing a slipper. Yeah, it's like the glass I was, slipper. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, the stepsisters uh, come upon Char and Ella just chatting, you know, yeah. and Hattie again sends well, her home. They're not quite chatting so much as arguing. True. Yes, you're right. They are <laughs> arguing. Ella's super annoyed with him. <laughs> yes, she can't stand him. <laughs> um, and so... Uh, Ella gets sent home again. I don't know yep. the other stepsister's name. What's her name? Olive. Hattie and Olive. Olive. That's it. So Olive also goes away and Hattie just becomes this really creepy Char fan. <laughs> She's kind of like, oh my god, like it's you. Yeah, and he's kind of like... like... <laughs> she makes that comment of how when when they used to live in Lumia, they, she used to stand outside his castle and watch him flick his lights on oh, and off. Oh, that's right. That's right. And like, she's also... Cool. Yeah, she's like, and I also have posters of you on my wall. Yep, and, and she's he's the president just kinda like, of the Prince Char fan club. Yes, like, she cool. is. Like what? <laughs> like no thanks. No, ma'am. Good. Weird. And Char's Weird. just kind of like, okay, bye. Yeah, he's like, uh, tell Ella I'll be in touch. <laughs> yeah, least. yeah. And I'm sitting here like, does Ella want you to talk to her? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. But he wants to talk to her because he likes how she's reacted to him. Like, yeah, because she's not a crazy fangirl. Exactly. He, she's actually like pushing him away and like arguing with him and he's like, this is very different. I'm not used to this. But yeah. he likes it, which I think is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, understood. It's all good. Um, okay. 
So now we're at the market. Now we're at the market. Okay. <laughs> How dare you forget this one scene in one of your favorite movies? My bad. It's not that I forgot it. I just don't just always remember over exactly where it is. And yeah, I probably skipped over it. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, they're at the market, and Arita. This is where Arita confronts Ella about her always doing what Hattie tells her to do, and mm-hmm. that's yep. when they have their little argument. And um right after they finish having the argument and uh, she's forced to admit that she does do whatever Hattie tells her to do. Hattie and Olive are standing there and that's when they're having their discussion about Ella. And Hattie's like, Ella, come here. And so obviously she has to Mm because, you know, commands. And so she goes and this is when Hattie really tests out her theory of Ella doing everything that she's told to do. And so she starts asking her to, like, steal little little baubles, you know, from some stands. Yeah. And then to top it all off, like, obviously Olive joins in, too, a little bit. But then to top it all off, there's um, some glass slippers just chilling, hanging out. And they're like, we need one more thing. Take those. And so now Ella has to somehow manage to steal some glass slippers that mm-hmm. are very much prominent in the stand and, and they're big too yeah they're not they're not small and they're definitely going to be noisy when they're clicked together and stuff so mm-hmm. not really sure what they thought was going to happen there i don't know but she does because she has to so she grabs them and then they're like okay run because some guard saw them do it mm-hmm. and so they run sorry i feel like i'm gonna burp you're good (laughs) it's not going away (laughs) um but yeah so they run and while they're running uh ella encounters a bunch of different people and one of them is like try our new perfume and so she has to stop and try it and i'm sitting here like (laughs) ella no (laughs) um but honestly like it was such a good chase scene to like show exactly how much the curse affects her because a lot of people just wouldn't think about how many commands they're like they have thrown at them throughout the day, but yeah, Ella has like all of these commands that she has to follow, and and I th- I also think it's really funny that these people like these salespeople don't realize Ella is running for a reason, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, just yeah. try this, try this, yeah, and she just has to stop and it's like. Guys, yeah, do you not see she's in a hurry, right? Like the perfume and the sandwich. It's like yes. No more, please. Yep. <laughs> and then, of course, the guard, like, tells her to stop, like, in midair. He tells her to freeze. Yeah, that's what it is. In it's midair. The, this is one of the only things I remembered about this movie uh, from the last time I watched it, which oh, was really? several years ago. I Yeah, I remember the freeze part, although for some reason I imagined, I imagined it being inside a building. And yeah. It wasn't. Oh, um, no, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, so I remember that bit like just that one moment where he says freeze and she freezes in midair and then i also remember the ending scene and that's like all i ever remembered about this movie until (laughs) i watched it again that's really funny (laughs) i love that um but yeah so she gets arrested obviously and um then she gets taken back to her her house and obviously dame olga's like super upset Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my gosh, felon in my own family and all this. Like, obviously, okay, cool. You're not that upset. 
because it's just Ella. If it had yeah. been her daughters, you would have been more upset, but it's not. I, I think she, I think had it been her daughter, she would have been like, my daughters? Never. I know, yeah. Probably, like, honestly. I, I don't <laughs> think she would have been upset. I think she just would have been like, that's not my daughter. <laughs> my daughter think, doesn't do that. I think she would have been upset that they were accusing her daughters of something. Yes, yeah, she would have been upset they were <laughs> accusing her daughters, but she yeah. wouldn't have been upset like, oh yeah, we have a felon in the family. <laughs> yeah, no, probably not. But she makes a big deal out of this, and she's all like, oh my gosh. And, you know, Hattie is like, oh, you know, it, it wasn't her fault at all. And then she tells Ella to tell um, Dame Olga that it was Arita who told her to do it. And it just so happens that Arita's walking to the house to, like, see what happened to Ella, you know, because she left the market. And, um, when Ella tells Dame Olga that, she's like, okay, well, you have to tell her to go away and that you never want to see her again and stuff. And then Hattie tacks on the, tell her you can never be friends with an Aorthian thing. Mm -hmm. And so Ella now has to tell her all of these things. And Mandy's like, no, no, like, you shouldn't, like, that's not okay. Like, can't you do something else? Like, (laughs) but Mandy doesn't tell her not to. And I'm sitting here like, you just let them ruin this girl's friendship. Right. I feel like Mandy could have stopped that by just right, saying, like, yeah. Ella, you don't have to say those things to her. Like, don't say them to her. But yeah, I had, I, mean, I had the, me. <laughs> I had that same thought. I was like, why isn't Mandy doing anything? Like, it's Mandy right. is just sitting there watching. <laughs> She's just such a timid little fairy, and it's like, mm-hmm. Mandy. <laughs> no, ma'am. It's like, what's gonna happen? You're gonna get more chores? Oh no! Right. Like, her mom literally <laughs> wants you to look after her. So look after her. <laughs> that means don't get rid of the one friend she has. Exactly. But whatever. Oh, no. <laughs> um. So she has to tell Arita that, and obviously it hurts Arita. But like, Ella can't do anything else. She doesn't mm-hmm. really want to like sit there and like have to deal with how Arita's feeling because she's already feeling awful, and she already knows how Arita's feeling. So she yeah. like closes the door and moves on and stuff and. This is when we have the scene where Ella's talking to Mandy and she's like, I can't live like this anymore. Like, this is the first time the curse has ever made me do something absolutely horrible. And so she's like, I have to go and find Lucinda. Like, I can't, I can't live like this anymore. Like, I have to stop it. And so, you know she does yeah <laughs> she, she's like this is happening she starts packing and all that and then mandy's like i have something for you to take with you <laughs> she's like i'm letting you borrow him and it's benny <laughs> benny her boyfriend that she turned into a book a long time ago <laughs> 20 years ago yeah yep like, she was just trying to trim his hair and i'm sitting here <laughs> like how does that spell go that wrong right <laughs> but it's fine i guess mm-hmm. Um, so Benny's like, cool, I'm excited to travel, let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I just can't imagine living life as a book. Same. This is our inanimate object that speaks for itself. Yes. (laughs) Um, in case you were unsure. (laughs) That's that one part of that quote at the beginning. But anyway, Ella's like, cool, thanks. And, uh, as a parting gift for her steps step family she uh gives them some kind of like poison ivy or whatever it is in their bouquets for their portrait sitting 
so yeah now they're like crazy itchy because mm-hmm. they made her pick them so she was like okay I'll put whatever I want in them then. It was, it was like you didn't specify what had to be in the bouquets. So. Exactly, yeah. It could have been anything. And yeah. if she can slip it in and hide it, you know, why not? Why not? <laughs> uh, so they have these itches and Ella's like going on her, her road trip. And this is when she runs into Slannon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who's being terrorized by... Aren't they just, like, humans? Uh, I'm not 100% sure what I they are. I don't remember. You would know better than I do. But he's an elf, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they're just humans. They're not important to the story. Um, but Ella does uh, basically rescue Slannon because of Slannon's coaching. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so she rescues Slannon, and He's like, oh, well, you know, this is what I want to do. He wants to be a a lawyer. A lawyer, yeah. Because he starts off with, you know, like singing and dancing for the man and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I want to be a lawyer. And yeah. I'm like, good for you. <laughs> right. And the funny, funny part about that is I had never, like, recognized that this was funny. But this is definitely an adult joke. Not, like, adult, but, like, mm-hmm. a joke that adults would get. Because yeah. Slannon responds, or not Slannon, uh, Benny responds, and he's like, I guess that would be in small claims court. <laughs> and I would, yeah. when I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh. Because, <laughs> like, I knew the line all my life, but I never knew yeah. what it meant. <laughs> now I yeah. know what that means. <laughs> it's, it's, really, it's really nice going back and watching movies you used to watch as a kid and then finding these um, adult, like, comments and jokes and whatnot yeah. that you never got when you were younger. Yeah. For real, though. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, Ella and Slannon, uh, I guess Slannon just decides he's going to go with Ella, um, mainly because he's, like, kind of afraid. <laughs> and yeah. Ella's like, well, I'm going, so bye. <laughs> and so they head off, and... Um, this is when they run into the ogres, right? No? Um, yeah. There's a little... Oh, the is prince. there a little... Oh. The prince is after the one. ogres. Yeah, okay, so first first, there's a little yeah. um, scene back at the house where oh, right. Ella gets an invitation for the coronation ball. <laughs> Only her, though. Only her. No one else <laughs> in the household, just her. Purposefully left Hattie and Olive out of it. <laughs> yep. And I mean, he 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 only wanted Ella. Char was like, "I'm inviting Ella. I'm gonna find out where yep. she lives. Get, like, get her an invitation, and she's gonna come." Right? Yeah. Bad call, dude. Bad call. Don't send it to the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make sure you give it to her in person. Literally, like that would be the best way to make sure that Hattie and Olive don't show up. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> And then Ella and Slannon run into the ogres. Yes. And the ogres are like, cool, let's go. And they start like talking about how they want to eat them and stuff. And Ella listens to all of their commands. So basically, she's like a super easy meal, you know? Because mm-hmm. he tells her to get in the pot. And she goes and, like, or whatever. Goes and or, stands yeah. or something somewhere. I don't know. But she's super easy to, you know, get ready to go into the pot. <laughs> yep. And I'm sitting here like, 
wow, okay. <laughs> but, like, that is what they did in the book. Like, the ogres wanted to eat Ella yeah. in the book. So, but they but, had, like, a better way of talking to her and stuff. Yeah, my question at this point is, mm-hmm. what is Slannon thinking? Ella is just kind of like, okay, bye-bye. Let's, I'll go get in the hot. <laughs> I don't know. Because, I mean, she's already done, like, a lot of things that he's told her, but I don't know if he was really paying attention at that point. He probably wasn't at that point. he was, like, but... trying to, like, worry about his life. Yeah. But now he's definitely, like, what the heck is wrong with this yeah, chick? Now, now I'm sure he's, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Because he's, like, um, Ella, why are you doing that? <laughs> yep. Um, but then, you know, Charmant shows up, save the day. Yes. And, <laughs> and so he, he does, does save the day. <laughs> yep. They get rescued, um, and, and somehow, they, oh, do they leave on good terms with the ogres? I, I, I don't remember. Yeah, anyway, the ogres leave. And, um, so Charmant ends up, like, going, like, oh, you know, like, let me escort you. Like, yeah, because they were going to Giantville or something? Yes. Yeah, they were going to Giantville. Which I I guess must have been on the way to uh, wherever he was actually going. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I think he was going back to the castle. Yeah. And so he was like, oh, sure, like, I'll just go with you. It's fine. And so she has another road trip buddy. <laughs> Which I think it's really funny that Char just happened to have two new horses for Ella and Slannon to ride on. <laughs> Like, okay. Dude, right? It's like it's like that scene in The Princess Bride where he's like, and look, four white horses. <laughs> yes. At the end, because he's like, because there's four of us. Yep. Wow. And you're like, hmm, where did those horses come from, bud? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. That's all I can think of now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hello everybody, I'm Megan. And I'm Samantha. With Literary Lushes. And we want to tell you about our podcast. Join us every other week as we dive into a sci-fi or fantasy novel where we also drink cocktails inspired by the novel. We post YouTube videos of us making the cocktails. And a lot of the times we even have the authors on including Dennis E. Taylor, Marissa Myers, and even Angela Roquet. So join us because you don't want to miss the podcast that's been described as not taking ourselves too seriously. And with that we say, stay lively with your libations. They go to Giantville. They make it there. You know, cool. Uh, hold on. I want. Yes. I just want to point out that on the way there, um, Ella tells Char that Slannon wants to be a lawyer, and Char is just yeah. kind of like, "Well, okay, I'll talk to my uncle, the king." Yeah. And Ella's like, "That's not what I wanted." <laughs> yeah. Like, no. <laughs> and so they run into um, giants being treated like slaves, and Char's yeah. very surprised and thinks his uncle doesn't know about it. Yeah, but it's his uncle's doing. Yep. <laughs> and he's just like, you know, I'm I'm gonna make this right. I'm gonna tell my uncle about it. My uncle will fix everything. And it's like no. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Edgar's not about to fix all of that. No. Um but the you know giants what? are super upset to see Char. Sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah. Uh, I was just say the funny thing about uh Char just saying that he will tell his uncle about um Slannon wanting to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. It, the funny thing is that Char's gonna be the king in like two days or something, you know? Yeah. So why why are you gonna tell your 
your uncle. Yeah, I don't know. When you could do the thing. <laughs> That's a good point. Like, he is about to be king. Um, actually, one little thing that I forgot to mention. Um, his name is Prince Charmant. And Charmant, Charmant in French means charming. I figured, yeah. So, I got that. He's, um, he's Prince Charming. Like he's in Prince Cinderella. Charming. Well, he's not charming to Ella. <laughs> not at this point, at least. Yeah. True. <laughs> True. Um, but, so they're at Giantville. They're at the wedding, all of that. They find mm-hmm. out that Lucinda's already left and everything. And they're like, well, we might as well stay, you know. Because, I mean, what else are they going to do? You know, they have to find yeah. out where she is next before they can actually go after her. Yeah. And that's an uncertain, unsure area. So they don't know where she is. They're like, okay, well, we'll just hang out here. It's fine. And so they do. And then we get that cute little scene of Ella and Char in front of the fire. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit before that, though, I just want to point out that Ella um, tells the giants, like, oh, yeah, Char will hear your complaints. And Char's like, "Uh, like, what? Yeah. (laughs) And that was also really nice, too, because, like, after, like, at the end of Char's, uh, Char's conversation with the giants about their complaints. He's like, yeah, yeah. like I-, I will help you out. And it's like, yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was really nice. But then, yeah, we get the really cute scene of yeah. Char and Ella in front of the fire. Yeah. Like, and, well, I just, I really like the part where he's like, kiss me. And he's like, that wasn't a command. And she's like, I know. And he's <laughs> like, but it was for you. But it was technically for you like, yeah you might have wanted to but you have mm-hmm. to <laughs> you have to you don't have a choice it's kind of a little damper on that one yeah it's yeah that that's a really weird one where i was like well it's it, it is a command mm-hmm. but what like it's funny because usually when ella is given a command she like does it immediately, like yeah. really quickly, and she that scene she slow that time she doesn't, and I'm like, so it does like wh- like how it's said, huh? it how did, yeah, does it like does the person have to mean it? I mean, obviously not, but like how what what happened in that scene? Yeah, I've always wondered that about the movie because at least in the book, it's very specific, like commands are commands. And this scene yeah. doesn't happen in the book, as far as I remember. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but in the movie, it's interesting, because you do kind of wonder if tone has something to do with it, because every other time, it's been, like, aggressive tones, like, fight me, and, like, yeah, that's no, a good you're point. doing it now, and digging and stuff your face, and all of that, you know? But with this one, it's, like, not an aggressive yeah, it's, it's kind of like a soft and definitely like slower yeah. uh, way that he's said it. Yeah. So I so do wonder if Tone has something to do with it. That could, that could, it could very well have something to do with it. I could see that being a thing. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Not us. Nope. Um. So we have that nice little scene where Ella's actually kind of like falling for him. Yeah, and <laughs> my comments like, I was just like, you know, somehow they have fallen in love in just, like, one day or two if you count the previous day. Like, it was just like, okay. <laughs> Which, you know, throughout this entire movie, I was like, you know, this is this is the same, you know, thing that people say about Cinderella just yeah. in general. And fairy tales just in general that they just fall in love in yeah. two, three days, you know. 
But for some <laughs> reason, it's just hitting me like a punch in the gut in this movie where I'm like, mm, what? Yeah. yeah. I think that's the point, though. Because I think they're like, look at how unrealistic this is, but it happened. <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. Because um, so often, like, you watch, like, all of the, the Cinderella movies, like, the remakes and stuff, and mm-hmm. they fall for each other super fast, but, like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I would say, I don't, I don't know what it is for me, at least, like, because in, in all these other Cinderella movies, like, I understand that it's happening very quickly, but it doesn't feel like it is, <laughs> for some reason. I don't know how you feel that way, because I definitely feel I like it's happening too fast. I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> Every single Cinderella movie I've seen, other than Ever After, I felt like it's happened way too fast. Because at least in Ever After, they have some time. <laughs> I do agree. Ever after, they have some time. They spread I, it out. They're I like, don't. This did happen. Kind I don't of. agree that they should have ended up together. But I mean, that's that's a whole other thing. But they <laughs> did whole have thing, time. Yeah. But they did have time. Yes, I agree with that. I don't know. Just this this one just makes it seem like it's way too fast. I don't it's know why the others don't the make feel like that. Yeah. No, literally. Like we're we're about to get to a scene where I literally just had like a, a huge reaction where I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding." I we'll get there. What we'll get you're there. talking about, but yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. We're almost there. Um, so, so yeah. So after that, they don't know where Lucinda is still, obviously. So the next day, he's like, "Well, you can just come to the castle with me." And she's like, "Okay, sure." Mm-hmm. So they go to the castle, and I was like, is, "Are they going back to the castle because of the ball?" And I was like, "Yeah, obviously they are. Obviously, yeah. Because what else are they going to go for? You know, they plan these balls like three days in advance, so you know." He's got to be back. <laughs> yep. Um, I just had a random Ooh. comment about Olive's hair. But yeah. You can, I d- is your stuff next? Before well, I was going to say a comment that I just realized. Oh, okay, go ahead. Um, it's the fact that, you know, uh, King Edgar and Char were both in Ella's hometown, village, whatever. Yeah. At the same time. But apparently they took two different routes to get back to where the palace well he probably wanted to go adventuring <laughs> maybe yeah maybe that's a but i just i didn't realize it until now yeah i don't know maybe okay so this is just me going for a stretch okay mm-hmm. as usual i do this a lot all the fairy tales because you know <laughs> you gotta be there for them you got to support them because mm-hmm. they don't have the support themselves mm-hmm. but um but maybe after his conversation with Ella where she was super annoyed with him and he was like, oh my gosh, this is really refreshing. And she was like, you should probably see what your people want and what they need. Oh, yeah. Maybe he was like, oh, maybe I should do that. And so maybe he was traveling between like different villages and stuff. Maybe. I kind of doubt it, but maybe. It's possible, though. It's possible. Who knows? <laughs> we don't know because he ran into Ella. Yeah, we. So. <laughs> but he did end up going to the Giants, and he definitely seemed very surprised by wanting, like, by Ella telling them that he would listen to them. So I don't yeah. think he did. So, yeah. That. But you never know, I guess. You never know. Maybe he was like, I'm just here at the wedding for Ella because she's here. <laughs> so I don't want to talk to the Giants. I want to talk to Ella. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know what else he would have done while he was there, anyways, besides just wait awkwardly in a corner or something. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> Weird. Um, <laughs> but anyway, they get back to the castle, okay? Yeah. And then... And uh, as they're entering the castle, the palace, whatever, 
Slannon isn't allowed in unless he's performing. Yeah. And Ella and Charges don't realize that he's gone. Yeah. At all. Which is super weird. Very weird. That doesn't seem like Ella, you know? Not at all. Like she would pay attention to whether her friends are there or not. Especially since Ella cares so much about, like, the other, um, the other races and stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say races. I was like, racist isn't really the word I'm looking for. Yeah, it's not, but. Yeah, but like she she cares about how the giants are doing and the ogres and no, that's the our elves. different races. Though. Are races okay? Yeah, yeah. And so you would have thought that she would have re- realized that Slannon hadn't been allowed in. Yeah, you would think, but I but guess she so. didn't. She's too infatuated. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which is weird, but whatever, Ella, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have them walking into the palace, and like they end up meeting up with. Uh, Edgar and well, well, no. Before that, yep. They run into Hattie and Olive. Yeah, they run into the Char fan club who are touring the palace. Yeah, and on this tour, before they run into the fan club, Olive's hair is like doing something funky. Is it? I was looking at, and I was like, "What the heck is going on?" Now I want to know what was happening with her hair. (laughs) It was weird. I think it was supposed to be in like two ponytails on the top, Mm -hmm. but. I'm not sure what one of them was doing because it was weird. Um, I really want to find the scene now just to look. It's fine. It might be that scene or it might be the scene where they're talking to Edgar. I'm not 100% sure, but her hair was doing something funky at the castle. <laughs> um, I wonder if I can find it if I look up. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. But they, um, yeah, so they run away from the fan club. Obviously, they're like, oh my gosh, no, we got to get out of here and stuff. And yeah. The fan club can't follow them because they obviously aren't allowed to go into mm-hmm. certain areas of the castle. <laughs> Versus Ella just gets to go wherever Char goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so this is when they run into Edgar. Yes. And Heston. Yes. Um, and this they have like a weird, 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 weird conversation with yes. him. And... They're both, like, sizing Ella up, essentially, because Heston was at the giant's wedding, Mm -hmm. and he saw Ella, and he was like, okay, interesting. And he had told Edgar about Ella already, and so this was Edgar trying to get, you know, a feel for what kind of weirdo Char has found. (laughs) Yeah. And um, he, like, makes some comments or whatever. He, like, decides to be, quote-unquote, helpful. Um, and he like tells her to grin and bear it and then hop to it she <laughs> yes. does both of them and he's like <laughs> the faces he makes when she does them he's like what the heck is wrong with you yeah <laughs> my, my favorite thing is to hop to it because ella does it and then yeah. Char is just kind of like he's like okay <laughs> okay and he hops he right after too. her but it's this is it's this is a side note it's not related to the story but um this is a lovely another connection to the princess bride <laughs> okay because carrie elwes or however you say his name uh plays wesley <laughs> oh <laughs> and he's playing edgar here oh. so he plays like a really nice guy in the princess bride and then he yeah. plays an evil guy in this movie <laughs> but hold on a second <laughs> it's him i promise I, I believe you i just want to look it up <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, it's him. Let's see. Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Let's see. He also plays a bad guy in uh, in Psych, the TV show. I have not seen Psych. What? Sorry. That's really sad, actually. Because I think you would die. I think you'd think it was hilarious. Probably. I know. I'm pretty sure there's been a point in time where I've wanted to watch it. I just haven't been able to or haven't have haven't had a chance. You should watch it. I should. You're right. He is that girl. Well I, I knew I you were right, her. but just, <laughs> what? I told you I was right. What? <laughs> yeah. What? About that. Okay. He plays a really good evil guy, though. Mm-hmm. At least a good a pr- stereotypical evil guy. Yes, for this movie. Yeah. Um. So he calls Ella odd, and he's like, whatever. And I was like, LOL, you have no idea, Edgar. <laughs> yes. Because he doesn't. He doesn't quite know yet. Yeah, he doesn't know yet. And um, then, uh, so Ella gets to the, the Hall of Records or whatever. And yeah. Char goes and starts talking to his uncle. Yeah. And he starts telling his uncle about the things that need to change. Yeah. Such as the giants being slaves. And his uncle just treats them like a joke. Yeah, <laughs> he's he kind of like hey. them all off. Yeah, he's like, yeah, whatever. And then um, Shar mentions that he wants to marry Ella. And this is what really just hit me in the gut. It was like a punch <laughs> in the face, you know? I was like, what? <laughs> I like literally out loud. I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, I, and let's see. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, and like I, I know this is every Cinderella movie, this is every fairy tale ever, but I don't know why it just hit me so hard in this movie. This one made you that upset. It made me that upset. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> That's really funny though. It is, yeah. But um, this scene specifically, like, this is when Edgar gets Edgar gets really upset. He's like, "What the heck? You want to marry this girl? Like, who is she? She's nobody." Mm-hmm. And um, and he's like, that doesn't logic, Char. Where's the logic? <laughs> like he just thinks she's really weird, and so he's like, what the heck? So then he's like, well, I guess. But like, now I really need to get rid of you because you already have plans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he's like, that's not what I was hoping for. Because I think he was hoping that he would have a puppet. And Char is not oh. about to be a puppet now because of Ella. Oh, absolutely. And so yeah. he's like, shoot. That screwed up my plans. Because <laughs> I think before he met Ella, like, he absolutely would have gone to Edgar for mm-hmm. advice and things. Yeah, he would like, have asked been... about anything and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he probably would have done anything for his uncle. Oh, yeah. But now that like, he's met Ella and, you know, they've seen the giants and they've talked with the giants and, you know, you know Slannon for a little bit, even though he's gone now because yeah. he wasn't allowed in. And it's it's like, wow, okay, um, hold on. You're going to ask this girl to marry you and yeah. she's not going to let you do what I want to do. <laughs> like, hmm, okay, then. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, and yeah, he just sees all these changes and he's like, well, I guess I have to get rid of you. Like, got rid of my brother. Yep. <laughs> um, and so then uh, Edgar is trying to figure out what to do about Ella. Because mm-hmm. he's like, I don't I don't know how to get rid of her. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do I do now? Because <laughs> there's two people now that I have to get rid of. <laughs> yep. And this is when Hattie and Olive are like, 
hi, we have information about Ella. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, convenient. Please tell. <laughs> uh, please like, do tell. Tell me all about her. <laughs> and he's like, I might let you marry Prince Shar, even though his plan <laughs> has totally been to kill Shar. <laughs> yep. No one's going to marry him because, like, I was like, we all know he'll never let anyone marry him because he's going to kill him. Empty yeah. promises. <laughs> oh, yeah. No one else knows that. Because no one thinks that the uncle's going to kill his own nephew. What? Yeah, because why would that ever happen? Crazy. And so he finds out all about, you know, Ella being obedient and stuff. And he's like, hmm, interesting. Good to know. Cool, cool, cool. And he goes and finds her in the Hall of Records. <laughs> yep. Immediately. He's like, so Ella... Um, let me test this out. And he does. He tests out a few different commands. And by the end of the commands, she's like, oh, no. Because he's, like, figured it out and stuff. Mm -hmm. She's like, crap. Like, of all the people that should know about my curse, this is not one of them. (laughs) Yep. Um, and so he's like, cool, cool, cool. Good to know that all of that works and that you do listen to the commands. Now here's my command. (laughs) And so he tells her... That she has to kill Char um, right after he proposes to her. And so now she knows that he's planning on proposing to her. Yeah, at midnight. midnight. Um, So we've got our midnight hour in the story as well. But now she knows about all of this. And she's like, no, I can't. No, this is awful. Like, this is awful. I can't do that. All Mm -hmm. of that. And um, he's like, no, you will. Because I'm telling you, you have to. So you will. <laughs> and and then, like, right as she's leaving, um, he's like, also, you don't get to talk to anyone about any of this. And I was yes. like, oh, cool. But he literally spilled all of the details about how he killed his own brother and everything. Mm-hmm. And how he wants to be king and he'll get rid of anything that gets in his way and stuff. And What's funny about that is he has no um, sense of, like, this could backfire on me if the curse goes away. Yeah, because you wouldn't think that the curse goes away. I mean, it's true, but at the same time, curses do get broken. Yeah. So, But it's, like, it's just the thing that you don't think about it. Yeah. Because maybe it doesn't happen that often. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it so. doesn't. But I, I just, I think it's funny because he's like whatever you know what i killed my brother i'm gonna kill my nephew if i have to it's fine (laughs) yeah and you're like oh okay edgar cool 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 thanks for being a nice stereotype rock on (laughs) (laughs) um and so he obviously like all these evil plans and i wrote evil plans in my notes and all i can think of now is evil plans (laughs) we are making evil (laughs) plans (laughs) Malfoy, you're an evil, evil man. man. <laughs> we are making evil plans. Yes. Um, but I just made a comment about how it's like really weird seeing him as an evil guy when he's mm-hmm. Wesley in The Princess Bride. Yeah. It's, obviously, it's super weird. <laughs> Thanks for being a nice stereotype. Yep. Um, oh, also... For, yeah. for anyone who was wondering what the song was that we were just singing, oh, yeah. uh, it's from a very Potter sequel, which is on yes. YouTube for free. It's by yes. Starkid. Yes. 
It's really good. It's lovely. It's lovely. <laughs> Isn't that I'm the opening song? Um, yeah. I think that's the opening song, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> it's a good one, though. It's a good one. It's a really good one. I think people brush over it, but it's nice. Yeah, it's, it's this really weird just, like, opening scene that, like, people just forget about. Yeah, probably. That's a good one. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, okay, my other thing was, though, that Edgar has no backup plan in case her curse does get taken away or broken. Because he's not thinking about it. But, like, you should have a plan B. <laughs> well, he's not smart, so... Okay, that's true. <laughs> we'll we'll definitely see that later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I just yeah, okay. <laughs> um so Ella gets super upset about this, obviously, and she's like, I can't go to the ball, like I'm gonna have to do everything in my power to stay away from it and all that, you know. First um, she does go look for Lucinda though. That is true. Well, that's she... that's everything in her power because she's trying to find her still. Like it's the last. True. Yes. Um, uh, but so while she, she really was in the hall, like... while she was in the hall of records, she did find that Lucinda was supposedly at this like retirement inn for fairies. Mm-hmm. So Ella goes there to find her, and whoever like she's been kicked out. Yeah, she's been kicked out. <laughs> so it's like, well, shit. Yeah. So Ella's like, okay, that was my last chance. So mm-hmm. then she writes a letter to Shar that literally just breaks his heart. Yep. And it's very sad. <laughs> like, you gotta admit that sad. the way she wrote it, it's like, oh my gosh, this poor guy. Because he yeah. has no clue what's happening and she can't tell him. Oh. <laughs> if she could tell him, he'd be like, oh, we'll figure it out. It's fine. Yeah. But she can't tell him. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so then she doesn't show up to the dance well first ella yeah. asks lannon to chain her oh. to a tree well yeah but... and so he does and then he sends or she sends him into the forest <laughs> she's like bye and he goes into the forest and certain death walks lannon <laughs> <laughs> it's great it's great stuff Slannon's yep. still a coward but you know at least yep. he's doing stuff for ella because he he like believes in her and, and stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Shar is upset though at the he's, ball because he's very depressed. She ain't there. His yeah. girl ain't there. His girl <laughs> basically so broke up with him. Dude, true. He worked so hard to get an invitation only to her. <laughs> <laughs> and then she doesn't even show up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and she breaks his heart in the process. <laughs> yep. It's great. Um, and then, okay, I just always thought this part was really weird when he goes and asks Hattie to dance. Yeah. Because I was like, of all the people to ask to dance, I feel like it wouldn't have been Hattie because he's like, now I know who to get like a restraining order against and stuff. Like, he said stuff like that throughout the movie where mm-hmm. he's like, oh gosh, Hattie, like, ugh. But now he's asking her to dance. Yeah. And I mean, like, the re- I'm sure the reason he asked her to dance is so he could ask about Ella. Like, Probably. What, like, what do you think is going on with her and blah, blah, yeah. blah, whatever. And it's clear that Olive is an airhead, so she doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> yep. I guess, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But yeah, even still, it's just kind of like, oh. ew, why would you ask her? For real, though. I literally wrote you in my notes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, like, disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we go to a scene where Ella's chained to the tree. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, obviously that would suck. But the curse is pulling her so hard that the tree is moving. Yes. <laughs> and so, like, it's clear that, like, she's trying to fight it. But, I mean, I feel like eventually it's going to give way. Oh, absolutely. Somehow <laughs> she's going to drag the tree with her. Yeah. All the way, all to, the the way to the ball. Yeah. All the way. All, all the, way. the way. She's going to show up chained to a tree. Yep. <laughs> It's like the picture of that is like so strange. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, as luck would have it, Lucinda just happens to take a wrong like transportation spell or something and ends up right where Ella is. Yep. Weird. Weird coincidence, guys. Yep, very weird coincidence. Very strange. But she shows up and Ella's like, oh my gosh, is that <gasps> that's Lucinda? And so, obviously, she starts, like, screaming at Lucinda. And it's like, can you yeah. please, 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 please take the curse away? Like, I, I can't live with it anymore. I need it to go away because I'm going to do something really, really bad. And I can't stop it and stuff. And I, I honestly, I really like how Lucinda responds right here. Because, like, obviously, it sucks that she, like, doesn't really care about what Ella says. But she does say some good stuff where she's like, um like she says don't blame me for your problems yeah and like honestly yeah ella it is a problem that she gave you that curse but if the curse is breakable you can figure out a way to break it you know yeah and so she's like you can get rid of it yourself like she says get rid of it yourself and i was like honestly that's a pretty good line i know that it's coming from lucinda and that you're not supposed to like lucinda but like she had a good little thing there because at like up until that point ella was thinking that oh lucinda's gonna take it away lucinda's gonna get rid of it lucinda 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 i can't do it i mean she's at least hoping yeah but now lucinda's like you get rid of it yourself. I'm not doing it for you. Like, I don't care. Lucinda is... I don't do that. Lucinda is so, um... God, the word just left my head. An idiot? <laughs> no. Selfish? Offended. She's offended, so offended yeah. that it's true. Ella would ask for her to take away the gift. Yeah, she's trying to renege on a gift that she was given. <laughs> uh-huh, because it's a gift. You're supposed to keep it, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just For sure. Maybe not a gift of obedience. No. <laughs> but, but yeah, so Lucinda does this. She's like, you know what? Just do it yourself. I don't, I'm not involved. I don't care. I'm already done. Yeah. And, and she's like, and you know what I will do for you? I, yeah. I will give you this gift. I'm going to unchain you from the tree. Yeah. Like, no, that's not what I want. But, um, so this interaction right here in the movie is the part where it's super different in the book. Because... Okay. When Ella does finally find Lucinda in the book, Lucinda has given up doing really big magic because she's actually realized what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, you know how there's that threat where she's, like, at the very beginning where they're, like, she even threatened to turn your mother into a squirrel or whatever if, yeah. if we kept asking her to, like, take it back. Lucinda does go and live for, like, I think it's, like, a year or whatever as a squirrel. Oh, Okay. And so 
she's like i'm never doing magic like that ever again (laughs) and she's like i'm really sorry ella but you're gonna have to figure out a way to get rid of it yourself because i can't i don't want to make it worse yeah and like that's a really big character change for her that they just didn't include in the movie yeah i think i don't know because i i feel like had they changed her character like that in the movie then it would have just been kind of weird for the movie um but i also it i I don't know i don't know because i I feel like it it makes more sense in a book to do it although (laughs) it could also definitely 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 happen in a movie i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know but that's that's the thing she did go and live as a squirrel and she realized what she was doing and what harm she was causing and she was Mm -hmm. like nope can't do that anymore so she became like Mandy, who doesn't do big spells. Yes. <laughs> I just think that's funny, because Mandy's always been such a careful fairy. She's just not very good with magic. Yes. But, um, and honestly, that's probably why Lucinda was doing big spells, because she was good at it. She was mm-hmm. good at magic, because it was all effortless for her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. Interesting, interesting. But yeah, so Lucinda gives Ella a dress and she's like, go get down with the prince. Yep. And that is really what forces Ella to go to the castle really fast. Because otherwise, she would have just had to be there in time to get proposed to. (laughs) I mean, it's basically what happens. She gets there right in time for Char to propose to her. That is true. I feel like maybe we just lost some time in there, <laughs> but I don't know. I think we don't know what time it was when all this yeah. is happening. We don't. I mean, we, we did know. we did lose a good bit of time yeah, somewhere in the nice evening. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Who knows where? But yeah, so she she tells her to go, and so she does, and she shows up, and Char is like super excited, and he's like, "Okay, come on, come with me. Like, this is great. You're just in time, and all this." And Ella obviously knows what's happening, and she's like, "No, no, 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 no!" Like she keeps saying no. She's crying. She's very, very, very upset. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it's funny he, because yeah, Char, like. Char realizes she's upset, yeah. but he doesn't understand why. No. And he decides to just go through with his plan anyways. Yeah, well, it's because he, well, he believes that it's because um, she, like, thinks she's not right for, mm-hmm. like, him and for the kingdom because she literally tells him that. Yeah. And he's like, no, you're fine. We'll get through this. It's fine. Like, yeah. I don't care. And I'm sitting here like, like you go, Shar, but like, also, she's really trying to save your life, but obviously mm-hmm. you don't know that. And yeah. the fact that they're in the Hall of Mirrors mm-hmm. when this takes place, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I, I think also the, the reason why Shar keeps like, he, he plans to go through it is because he really, really wants to propose the same way his dad proposed to his That's mom. That's true, yeah. And at the same so, time and everything. Yeah, at the same time and everything. Like, right before his coronation day or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, that's why he goes through with it. Yeah. But yeah, the whole being in the hall of mirrors thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Um, but anyway, he does propose and she tells him no. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, she's like, no. She's like, no, 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 no. Because no, no. obviously she's like not saying no to him, but she's saying no to the curse because now she yeah. absolutely has to like go through with it. And she was just hoping he wouldn't propose to her because then she wouldn't have had to do it, you know? Um, but she gets like, she starts crying, she's saying no. And he's like, no, it's fine. We're fine. We'll we'll do this. We got this, Ella. Yeah. And that's not what she's upset about. I know. He's, he's not taking into like any consideration what she might be feeling yeah. right now. Like he, he just wants to propose in the same way his dad did and yeah. just have it be done. Yeah. Which, no. I mean, I understand why you want to do that. I yeah. get it, Char. I get I it. I get it. I get it. But... <laughs> She's trying not to kill you, bud. <laughs> and Edgar is just standing outside watching it. And I thought that was funny because... So are these mirrors all just two, like... Is it like one-way one mirrors? Yeah, yeah one that's way what mirror. I was going to ask. Because it looks like at least that area was. <laughs> I wonder if it's maybe just the one. Okay. Because I think it'd be really weird if it were more than just the one <laughs> mirror. Like, that might just be a hidden spot where there's a one-way mirror and only certain people know about it so that they can watch through it. I mean, but why would you even have a one-way mirror in the Hall of Mirrors? I don't know, but I'm <laughs> I'm also thinking of another Anne Hathaway movie now, The Princess oh. Diaries 2, where oh, she yeah. accidentally finds that uh one like underground hallway whatever yeah. uh She's where she can sneaky yeah she can go sneak and listen listen to parliament and whatnot she can see them too yeah that too <laughs> she has the little eye holes exactly <laughs> so maybe it's like that maybe maybe i don't know <laughs> i have no idea i don't either but, but... I mean, it, it's a really good question why would you yeah. have one of those one-way mirrors looking into yeah. a hall of mirrors like, what are they going to do in the Hall of Mirrors that they have to look into? It? What's the point of the Hall of Mirrors? Also that. Like, it's weird. I don't it's want It's weird, that. yeah. I don't want to walk in there. Thanks. Yeah. Like, I, I love the aesthetic of it. Because <laughs> it's pretty. But otherwise, yeah, because it's pretty. I like, I love the fact that it's pretty. But I don't want to be in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'd want to be in it. I think I'd like being in it for just a little bit at least. But then it'd be We'd like, never okay. never go back again. I'm done. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it might depend. Okay. <laughs> um, but he's hugging her. He's like, "It's okay. We're, mm-hmm. We're good. You're good." And she has the scar, like the the scar, the dagger. <laughs> what was I trying to say? I don't know. But she pulls out the dagger and she's like holding it up. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, "Why did it take him so long to notice this dagger?" Right. And it's like over his head. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think she's doing with her arm? Like, right? Like, why did her arm lift up? off like... of your back, bud? <laughs> why? Why did it lift up? Like, if you're hugging that. someone, you would notice them just like raising their arm, like they're Absolutely. about to stab you. Absolutely. But he doesn't because he's like still just in his own world, chatting about how they're gonna be fine. It'll yeah. Be great. He didn't even wait for her. Yes, he's just like, cool, cool, cool. We're getting married. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, and I'm sitting here like, she never said yes. Mm-hmm. All she said was no. <laughs> no yep, does not yep, mean yep. yes. 
go back to our Beauty and the Beast series if you need to listen to that episode. Yes. <laughs> um, but I was just like, what? <laughs> and so this is when she's like telling herself that she will no longer be obedient. I think she says it like three times. And then she is able to drop the dagger and she doesn't have to kill him and all mm-hmm. of her, the spells are all broken and everything and she's like free and you can tell that she was like exhausted yeah oh yeah because she collapses yeah she falls to the floor which is like it shows you how much weight that spell had on her yeah it's awful i feel so bad for her and so like you have char who's very confused Mm -hmm. ella who is on the floor exhausted from like breaking the curse well char's not super confused he's confused why she wanted to kill him because he did see the yeah. The dagger, and he was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I mean. He's confused about that. Okay. okay. Um, but it's it's really funny because Prince Edgar, or not Prince Edgar, King Edgar, uh, had knights, you know, just waiting outside the hall mirrors. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, no matter what, whether Ella killed him or not, they were going to come in and arrest her anyways. Yeah. Um, but it's also, like, if you were, if you were Char then it it's like how'd the knights get here so quickly who was watching us like and i guess you could understand that oh maybe king edgar wanted to watch me propose but yeah i don't know i don't know (laughs) because he's like the only other person who knew where they would be yeah exactly because char told him (laughs) but just be like the knights got here really fast how'd that happen yeah how did that happen um but yeah, so he does he does get the knights to come and like arrest her and stuff and he wants to put her to death quite literally immediately because she yeah. is now a ticking time bomb about his evil pe- plan and his past murders. <laughs> yep. And so he's like, I have to get rid of her. And so when Shar's like, well, let me go talk to her. Like, I'm sure she has a good explanation or whatever. And like, she does have a good explanation, but yeah. he doesn't want you to hear it. <laughs> So he's like, no, 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 you can't go talk to her. Like, that's not okay. Like, it's not okay. You can't talk to her. Yeah, and, and Edgar tries really hard to convince him of Ella's plan to kill him. Yeah. Well, and somehow he does. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand that. I know. Like, you were about to marry this girl. Why are you believing your uncle over her? <laughs> I, I mean, it's probably because, you know, he's known his uncle his whole life, mm-hmm. and up until this point, basically, he probably, like, not necessarily worshipped his uncle, but he always thought his uncle did good. Yeah. Uh, but I think also because he probably didn't know everything that yeah. his uncle did in the uh, kingdom. That is true. So. But he didn't even, like, take a moment to have Ella explain, which, like, he wanted to. He didn't even have a chance to go and talk to her about her side of it and stuff which i feel like at this point in the story he's progressed enough to understand that he wants to get both sides of the story i i Um, think this is i i also think that maybe he also definitely should have taken time after this because everything happened so quickly that i feel like he needs you know like 10 15 20 minutes to just calm down for a second and (laughs) then go ask Yeah. yeah But his uncle's like, 
no, you can't talk to her at all. Absolutely yep. not. Yep. And, um, so he's like, okay, I guess. It's <laughs> like, whatever. He's like, really hurt. So he's like, whatever. I guess I won't talk to her then. Oh, yeah. Benny got thrown out. Oh, that's Because he was right. left in the House of Records. Yeah. And this is when, um, Slannon finds him because he gets thrown out outside of the castle and Slannon hears him and he's like, what the heck, Benny? And so then mm-hmm. he goes and picks him up and he's like, what? Why are you here? Where's Ella and all that? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> and so then Slannon tells Benny to show him where Ella is and it shows her in prison. Yeah. And he's super upset. He's like, no, this doesn't work. I am going to fix this, and it's going to be great. <laughs> yep. And so he, he gathers um, his group up. The The ogres show up, and they're like, well, we were going to eat you, but like, if you're after Edgar, let's go. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you have ogres, elves, and giants. Yeah. Yeah. There. So they have to sneak in to somehow. <laughs> somehow they have to sneak in to like the prison, whatever. Uh, yeah. And so they wind up cramming into a executioner cart. cart. <laughs> yeah, and so it's like we're we're here to execute Ella, I guess. I think it's so funny that 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 was what they chose to go with, and the castle just didn't even question it. Right, <laughs> and. Like, I, sure. And I also really like that you get this little see-through look at the cart and see them all crammed in there. Yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. (laughs) So they get in there. They start heading towards the dungeon or wherever they put Ella. Yeah. And they're like, Slannon's obviously like acting like a lawyer. So he just starts talking, you know, Mm lawyer-y. And then the ogres and everyone's like, well, let's knock out the, the guards and get this over with like let's get Ella out and um Simon's like no ogres you cannot eat the guards yeah <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> like no <laughs> we are on a mission we do not need snacks <laughs> yeah and so then they get to Ella and they get her out of there and it's just like so what she gets out she mm-hmm. is handed Benny and she's like cool show me Edgar. Yeah. I don't know how she chooses to see Edgar. But I she don't just know. Happens to find Edgar at exactly the time that he is poisoning the crown. Wow, what a coincidence. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Um, and so she's like, oh no, we have to go to that coronation and stop it. And so mm-hmm. they head there. Why did he poison it right before the coronation? <laughs> I don't know. Why didn't he poison it like a little bit earlier? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But th- she literally bursts into the room right as they're about to put the crown on Shara's head. And, and that crown like, is so close to his head. I know. I was the like, poison what? is so close to his head. I know. <laughs> She's like, drop that crown. <laughs> Onto his head? I, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's right there. So, I mean, they could. Yeah, that's true. Um, but she, Ella starts, like, talking about, like, what's going on and stuff and how the crown is poisoned. And Edgar's mm-hmm. like, obviously, she's crazy. She tried to kill you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no. <laughs> um, but then. But so a bunch of fighting yeah. starts and yeah. 
the red guard comes in and yes. Char has to save Ella. And so they start fighting as a team. And I remember him being just like, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm fighting yeah. alongside the person who just tried to kill me. No, I know. And she's like, no, I didn't try to kill you. And this is when he says, so that dagger you were about to plunge into my back was just an early wedding present. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, glad you can joke about it, Char. Uh-huh. It happened last night. Cool, cool, cool. Yep, yep, yep. Good to know. Yep. Um, and Mandy is there because Ella's family is there and they're freaking out that Ella's starting this huge scene. Mm-hmm. They're like, what the heck is wrong with her? Like, why is she doing this? And, um, and Mandy notices Benny and Benny's like yelling, like, change me into a human so I can yeah. help fight. And so she she does a spell and he turns into a pumpkin and she's like, a pumpkin? Which is a really nice little throwback to Cinderella. <laughs> Yeah, it is. <laughs> and then she changes him into a human. <laughs> and then he's just suddenly really good at fighting, even though he was just turned back into a man. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I feel like he would have needed some time to stretch or something, you know? Oh, absolutely. He would definitely need time to stretch. Like, but come it's on. Fine. Immediately goes back to fighting and stuff. Yeah. Um, he just needs a sword, and he gets one. Yep. And then... Um, Ella uh, tells Char everything while they're fighting. She literally tells him mm-hmm. everything. She's like, hey, like this happened, this happened, this happened. And then the fighting like dulls down where they are. And she's like, also, um, Edgar killed your father. Yeah. And I'm like, it just happened to chill out right then. Cool. cool. <laughs> and okay. I think that's also when uh, the snake, Heston, right? Yeah. He, he tries to kill Char. Yeah. And the fangirls all see it. Yeah. And they're like, well, we know they what we got to do. Yep. They trample him. They're like, okay, bye. You're dead. But my question about the Hessen, I was like, is he poisonous? Because he's just a green snake. He doesn't look like he's a poisonous snake. He looks oh, like he might be a good. garden snake. That's a good question. <laughs> so I'm and sitting here like, what? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Are you actually a poisonous snake? Or were you just trying to bite his ankles? <laughs> Google, what kind of snake was Heston? He was just a, an ankle biter. <laughs> um, but then we have the, the scene where Char like, confronts his uncle and is like, did you really do this? And blah, blah, blah. And, and Edgar's like, yes, I mm-hmm. wanted something. He was in my way. I got rid of him. Yep. And yep. then he goes on his whole tirade of, he was not fit to wear this crown. And you are not fit to wear this crown. This crown is mine. <laughs> and then he puts it on his head. Yep. <laughs> like, are you stupid? Because you just poisoned that. <laughs> yep. He's, he's very stupid. And I was like, sounds about right. <laughs> and no one really tried to stop him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they were like, poison crown? Okay, I guess. Enjoy mm-hmm. that. <laughs> okay, going, um, going back to Heston for a yeah. second. Okay, so I don't have any real um, information about what kind of snake he is. Okay. But apparently one of his abilities is venom. That's super Supposedly. weird. He has abilities? Is he like a character in a video game? <laughs> apparently. It says abilities, venom, stealth, and intelligence. That's really weird. He's not that smart. <laughs> he is shown to be a bit smarter than his master. Yes. Sorry, than his master. Not yes. than, but then. That is true. <laughs> Whoever put this together didn't do it very well. Oh, my geez. It's fine. It's oh, fine. God. <laughs> That's so weird. 
<laughs> yeah. But um, so right, right here, um, they're like, okay, well, that's fine. And then it shows them actually like, well, she agrees to marry him right mm-hmm. here because yeah. she finally has the opportunity to say yes. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, oh, cool, 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 cool. And then it shows their wedding next because they kiss, and then the next scene it's them kissing, but they're at their wedding instead. Yeah. Right before that, though, right before the scene changed, Hattie runs up after they kiss, mm-hmm. and she's like, you are never to kiss him again. And Ella's like, okay, wanna bet? And then she takes her mother's necklace back. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, after, what, a year or two, probably? Like, how long have they been stepsisters for? We, we have no idea. Nope, no clue. Like, to me, it felt like <laughs> A month at most, but I have <laughs> no knows? idea. Who knows? Who knows? Um, we just know they were, you know, like teenagers slash young adults. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Arita shows up at the wedding. Yes. And, like, obviously Ella's like, I'm sorry about everything. And Arita just, like, is super happy to have her friend back. And I'm sitting here like, bro. You have yeah. a good heart. <laughs> I mean, like, it's crazy I that... I a hard time with that. <laughs> it's crazy that, you know, in the beginning when Ella had to tell her, like, we can't be friends anymore, it's yeah. crazy that Arita just went with it. Because mm-hmm. if it were me, I'd be like, okay, but what happened? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you that randomly one day. Yeah. We can't just... be friends anymore. The next time I come over to your apartment, you're just going to open the door and be like, we can't be friends anymore and just close yeah, it in I'm my face. Yeah, like, crying and and i could never be friends with someone who lives in building 11 (laughs) well i can't be friends with someone who lives in building 14 okay (laughs) fun fact we live in the same apartment complex i feel like they knew that did they i can't remember i think so i don't know maybe yeah yeah because we talked about that we've been doing this podcast since before we moved here that's true yeah okay anyway (laughs) (laughs) anyways um, so that happens, and then, like, they're, they're, like, wedding and everything, and then we have our wonderful narrator. He comes back for the ending, and mm-hmm. I love the ending, too, <laughs> so I put the quote in there so I could read it again. <laughs> so the, the ending is, so such is the story of Ella Frell, a spunky young woman once under a spell. If there's one thing to learn, it's you just can't go wrong. If you follow your heart and end with a song. And then immediately, Don't Go Breaking My Heart starts. <laughs> Don't go breaking my heart. And I love their version way more than the original, I'm a girl honest. Because <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah. But the whole soundtrack is just amazing. So mm-hmm. that's how I feel. Don't Go Breaking My Heart was one of the only scenes I remember of this movie. I mean, it's a very memorable scene. So it is. Like, it really if you is. Forgot that, it would be really sad. <laughs> But, yeah. yeah, that's the story of Ella Enchanted. Very cute. I love it. Really good. <laughs> we'll watch again in another decade plus. I still love it, and I'll probably watch it again probably later this year, because I watch it, like, every year. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I hadn't seen it in, like, ten years. It's so fun. It's so fun. <laughs> and, like, the funny thing to me is that, like, while there were definitely bits that screamed Cinderella at me, mm-hmm. most of the movie I was like, this isn't Cinderella. Yeah, it was like its own original it's, story. It is, yeah. It just has bits of Cinderella here and there. Well, and that's the point. That's the purpose of it. Because, mm-hmm. like, Gail Carson Levine just rewrote 
fairy tales, but in her way. So obviously she's not going to be like, oh, I have to make it exactly like that story. Yeah. Um, it's the same way the author of Beastly and all those other fairy tale books that she wrote, yeah. wrote them. Because she also does it like her own way. She changes the story up and stuff. Oh, Alex Flynn. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Yeah, Alex Flynn. So, yeah, Alex Flynn and Gail Carson Levine, when I was younger, I used to read them all the time because they rewrote fairy tales, and I don't know why I was obsessed with rewritten fairy tales, but I was. <laughs> I mean, rewritten fairy tales are really good, usually. I read those all the time. <laughs> I, I did not. I think the only one I've read is Beastly, so. Oh my gosh, really? I, I, her, can't, I can't think of any others that I've read. Her version of Sleeping Beauty is really good. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. I've thought about watch not watching, reading, um... Was it called Cinder? Oh yeah, I have that book too. I haven't read it. I I had thought about reading it, and I just never did. It sounds really interesting. I think I have all the audiobooks in the series. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Um, and it's like fascinating idea, but I just haven't gotten around to actually like listening to them. Understood. But yeah. Anyway. Anyways, that's Ella Enchanted. Um, Yay! If you feel like you want to and you like us you could go and rate us <laughs> even if you don't like us you can rate us but we, i mean that's true too. we'd like it if you liked us we would like it if you liked us <laughs> be kind of sad if you're listening and you don't like us yeah you've made it this far you've made it like what 40 something episodes in maybe 50 by this a point. lot of episodes then yeah that's a lot of episodes guys we're not at 50 yet definitely not no we are because we have some recorded that we haven't posted. Oh, true. There's like 45 or 46 on Apple Podcasts. Even still, we're, we're not at 50 yet. I can tell you that right now. What do you mean? Just because the episodes that would be potentially 50 are for our next miniseries. Well, are you sure, though? Yes. Because... Because a year has 52 weeks in it. Oh, wait, no, but no, if we're releasing... that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, so what are you saying, then? Because we're at, like, 46 episodes on Apple Podcasts, and we have... What? Yeah, we are. And we have, Oh, like... that's that's including the bonus episodes. Yeah. Oh! Yeah! I wasn't even thinking about bonus episodes. I was like, no, Colleen, I'm right. I know I'm right, because I looked at it. <laughs> we have this many episodes out, like... Bonus episodes count. They're bonuses, but they still count. I forgot about bonus episodes, honestly. <laughs> I was like, no, am I doing math wrong? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing it right. I just completely forgot about bonus episodes. Because I'm pretty sure that this one's going to either be 50 or be like 51 or 52 or something. Nice. This is actually episode 49. Yeah, let me know. <laughs> So we'll I'll see. I'll listen to the episode when it comes out. I listen to every episode when they come out. So, so you know all of my editing mistakes. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm usually texting you like, was that supposed to be in there? That is true, but you haven't done that in a while. So Not I in a while, know. no. It's it's been several episodes since like I've edited it. I've done a really good job, ladies. Yes. <laughs> yes. But anyway, anyway, that's it. Um, rate us, love us, bye. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Rate us, love us, bye. Just kidding. We're not saying bye yet because we no, have to. Not yet. Because we have to close this out. Something. Yes. So I guess we should.
Leave a little, a little magic, magic wherever you go. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Books, Movies, and Musicals Oh My. If you'd like to connect with us, be sure to check us out on both Twitter and Instagram at bmm underscore oh my. Be sure to check out our website at bmmohmy.wixsite. That's w-i-x-s-i-t-e dot com slash home. And check us out on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash bmm underscore oh my. You can email us at books.movies.and.musicals.ohmy at gmail.com. Our socials, website, Patreon, and email address can be found in the description of this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked this episode, be sure to share it with your friends and family and even random strangers on the street. We can't wait to talk with you all next week. Bye! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 